Bez Hashem, we continue in Simen Kufnun Zayin, Shin number 366, and this is a new topic. A new topic, we finish Hilchus Beis HaKnesses, Bez Hashem, we begin a new Simen, a new topic, Hilchus Netilas Yodayim, the Lachas of one washing his hands, and naturally one would think, okay, so we're learning washing hands for Challah, because we already learned about washing hands for davening, and we wake up in the morning, but as we will see, it's not just for bread, challah, bagels, and the like that one would wash his hands for, but there are other food-related times that a person would also also wash his hands. Says the Mechavisim Kufnun Zayin Dine Zman Suda. First, he discusses the Zman, the time when the person should be Kaveya Suda, make his meal, have a meal. Says Mechaber Kishagiyo Shorviyus Yigba Sudosay. When the fourth hour of the day comes, a person should be kiveya su'udasa. He should have a set time to eat his his brunch, if you will. And if the person is a tamad chacham and he's involved with his learning, so he has until the sixth hour of the day. Until the shoshishis, the sixth hour of the day. A person should not eat less uh, later than that amount of time in other words don't wait till past the sixth hour of the day to eat and the day begins by by sunrise if someone would say maybe by alois because a person's like throwing if he doesn't eat in the morning it's like throwing in uh, a stone into an empty barrel which is not accomplishing too much okay that's lost in the gemara Let's take a look over here on the right column, Sifkad Aleph, Keshagiyah Shah, Revius, when the fourth hour of the day comes, Hainul Cholodim, this is for the average person. Aval Payalim, but in regards to workers, Amrinam Bigamara, Dizman Sudasan, who? Bishah Chamishus. The time to eat is in the fifth hour of the day. So, this that we say the fourth hour, that's the Chol Adam, but for Payalim, for workers, the Gemara tells us, the fourth hour comes of the day, you should be When the person is waking up by dawn, then we are viewing the dawn is the beginning of the day. Let's say a person wakes up later. Past dawn, so then we count the four hours of the day. When he wakes up, from that point, starts the clock of the four hours. Add sha'a shishes, and he should eat within the sixth hour of the day. Says the Mishnah, the beginning of the sixth hour. A person should not push off more than the end of the sixth hour to eat something. This is how we say the sha'a, the hour, we're talking about zmanyos. Now, what is zmanyos? Zmanyos is opposed to shavos. How many minutes in an hour? So before you answer the question, it's a bit of a trick question. Because normally we'll say, well, there's 16 minutes an hour. That's what we're always told ever since we're little children. That's called shois shavois. That's called an hour that's a 16 minute hour. Most hours in halacha are not a 16 minute hour. 
because in the summertime the hour is longer, and in the wintertime the hour is shorter. Okay, that's called shoyz zmanius, and that's what we're discussing over here. He says when you define an hour, we're talking about zmanius, the halachic hour. It could be a shorter or longer hour than 60 minutes. Sivkot and dalit is like throwing a stone into a chemas, into a barrel. Could go in the chemas yain like a barrel of wine shechasar, and it's lacking. By day zeh nivgam, this that it's lacking because it doesn't have the capacity of amount of wine in the barrel. It's nivgam, it's blemished. V'zayrik l'soychay even she is and the person will throw a stone inside of it to fill up. Basically, it's where we're uh, water displacement, right? We're filling up the amount of of contents in the barrel. That now does it really add any wine? Absolutely not. Doesn't add any wine at all. So that's what he's discussing over here. The wine didn't become more plentiful because of this. It would have been better to fill it up with what? With wine. You don't get any more strength. And if the pur- purpose of it is nourishment, so even though a person, person has food in his stomach, in his system, he doesn't have nourishment after this point in time. If he eats after the sixth hour. A person should have his achila, his eating by day, lighter than by night. Now, if you're thinking that science says different than what we're saying today, okay, fine. Nishtan Hateva, perhaps, that nature changes in certain aspects. A person should eat twice a day if he's a weaker person. A person should not fill his stomach at one time. Don't eat too fast. The person should try to fulfill that which it says by the man. What does it say by the man? But Erev, in the evening, they would eat meat. And the bread in the morning to be satiated from it. Now listen to the Zaya Kodesh. He says a person shouldn't be cooking food from one day to the next day, and you shouldn't hold back food, store food, from one day to the next. Which, of course, is not something that the way we live our lifestyle, that's not what we do in this generation. I'm sure if you go to people's cabinets and refrigerators, there is food that is there today for the purpose of tomorrow. Now... In this generation, and also we have refrigeration, that's number one. We have canned foods, we have preservatives and things like this. But the attitude, the mindset has to be what the Mishtur is going to bring right now, which is the the emun in Hashem. And he says, And the person should, the reason why, if, if you have so much in your house, it could create a situation where a person will be satiated and not ask Hashem for his needs. I have it already, so what am I asking Hashem for? So that's what he says over here. Every single day, and a person will be 
it'll be found, Yishtachu means not to forget, but you should be, it'll be found, Al Yodoy through this person, Birchoan Bechol Yoyma, Yoyma Le'ela, that he'll, found, he'll be found uh, food and Parnasa every day in his house. Toiv Shiyafane Koydim Sudasai, then the Mishnah tells us another important point that a person should use the facilities, use the bathroom before he eats, also based on Gemara and Shabbos and Perakira. That talks about that topic as well. So then the Mechaber told him, immediately bit If you didn't taste anything in the morning, then it's like it's like throwing a, a stone to the barrel. If you did taste something, it's not like you're throwing a stone into a barrel, which basically we saw earlier means that there's no benefit, no nutritional benefit. Nowadays it's appropriate to be your suda in the sixth hour of the day, even if you did taste something in the morning. As we said earlier, and it's based in Gemara and Chavav, that the derech was to eat something in the morning. So here we're talking about more like a brunch time. He's bringing the Gemara in, in Sukkah that when they went to go learn, so they would uh, they would eat <coughs> by before the shear. In other words, they would eat some before the shear. But you see the the time for the meal is shishis, the sixth hour day and must be like we said that they ate something and then they had their suda a little later. Now, practically speaking, <coughs> we don't live in the generation in, in a lifetime like this Shah Revius and Shah Shishis, but we should definitely not be just uh, being pirish from eating and then before you know it we uh, binge and then uh, grab a lot of food and then uh, don't eat in a healthy way. The point that we're saying here is to try to be healthy because if we're healthy, we're able to serve Hashem. On that note, we continue in Simon Kufnun Ches. One of the greatest parts of our body that we use to serve Hashem is our hands. And now we talk about washing our hands for a suda. washing one's hands for a suda. he says, And the person comes to eat bread. A bread that you would make a bracha berchas hamoitzi. Says the Mechaber, he told Yodov, you should wash your hands. Even if you don't know that your hands are not impure. Okay, so what did we just learn? We learned that when a person wants to come to eat bread, even if he has no reason to assume his hands are not clean, and there's no impurities on his hands, spiritual impurities. Nonetheless, he should still wash his hands and make a bracha of alun tila sedayim. Continues the mechaber. When it comes to bread, that you don't make the bracha of hamaitzi. Now, what does it mean, a bread that you don't make hamaitzi? What, what does that mean? So, a bread that you don't make hamaitzi is referring to a mezainus, okay, a Danish cracker, okay, and the like. So, 
So you either have lachmonios, you have like crackers, or pas, which is a very important term called pas ball, which comes be kistin. Kistin is a kiss, is a pocket. So it's another way of, as he says in the parentheses in the Ramah, where we have danishes. They put cheese danish in it, it makes it sweet. So we're going to learn those halachas of possible kistin later on, but the general understanding is that those types of of uh, pass do not require do not require until You're not setting to have a meal on them. Therefore, you do not need to have to wash your hands. Okay, so we learned when you come to have regular pass. You do have to wash your hands. Bread. When you come to have a Zionist type food, you do not have to wash your hands for that. The Mishru says on the bottom right, three lines in the bottom column. Now, we have to ask a very important question. The question is, why? Why do we wash our hands before we eat bread? That is the question. And it's a very important question. We do it every day. And we should know the answer to the question. And the Mishra says, Tam takonas netilo hu The reason for washing hands is for two reasons. Achad, echad, srach truma. Bahainu, what does it mean srach truma? So we're talking about the kohanim over here. And he says, Since a person's hands move around. Move around. Vinoigim. And they touch things. In the time, historically, when there was the laws of impurity and purity, and the Kahanim ate Truma, they had to wash their hands, so that they shouldn't Itamua shouldn't become tame when they touch the food. Uchadeshu regilin. Okay, that's step number one. So midrabanon, since hands move around, the kohanim had to always wash their hands before they trim. Because maybe the hands weren't tahar. Okay, we says drabanon. Now uchadeshu regilin hakohanim bazeh. Listen to this now. You want to know why we wash? When I say we, because there are no kahanim in the room right now or online. You know why we wash netilos yedayim? Gazu gamkin akol ish Yisrael ha'oicha pas. There was a gezera that was decreed on every single yid who eats pas, who eats bread. She'asur lechol achiyitol yada. That is forbidden to eat. Until you wash your hands. So, what we're saying is that since the Kahanim have to wash their hands, there's a Gezerah that all of Kalayas have to wash their hands, so that the Kahanim will also be involved with washing the hands because everyone's washing our hands. Even nowadays, that the Kahanim do not eat, wash their hands because we're all Tomei. Eh? Right, we're not eating the truma. Nonetheless, the takana still exists. 
Shiur Gilun Bene Israel, Kishi Bone, Besa Migdosh, listen to this beautiful Lashin, Mehera Biamenu Lecho Tahara. So, what's the first reason he says that we wash our hands? Because since the Kayahanim, Midrabban would have to wash their hands. So, Klai Yisrael would all wash their hands. Why? So that all of Klai Yisrael will be accustomed to always wash our hands, so that when Mashiach comes and we have the base of Middash and the Kainan will do that void, everyone will know that the Kainan have to go wash their hands. Now, I think if we understand what we just said here, when we go wash our hands to eat pasta with bread, that's such a beautiful, life-altering mindset. That I'm thinking, I'm washing my hands because Emirat Hashem, Bekarov, Mashiach is going to come and the Beit Mish will be rebuilt and the Kahana will do that void on the base of Mikdash. So everybody now should be accustomed to doing this now so that they should know to wash their hands, do the Truma. It's, so what's my focus now? My focus is, is the base of Mikdash. My focus is Tayyar, is Mitzvah. See, hear what's going on? The one act of washing hands with this mindset is life altering. It's not just, you know, I have to, I have to, I have to eat bread. You know, you know, Mashiach comes, you know, the, the big issues, right? Benching in six hours. You know, that's, that's the whole problem. If I, oh, I'm going to come Oh, I have to wash, wash a bench. Uh, okay, that's the joke they say, right? But there's a lot of truth to it. <laughs> okay? Here, don't have that mindset, oh, I have to wash. No, have the mindset that I'm washing so that my meters, my character traits are improving. My behavior in Adam Lechaveira, in Adam Lamakin, it's a whole different world. Open the perspective. Often washing one's hands. Another reason for Oitam Letakanos Netilo. Another reason for washing one's hands. Mishum Nekiyus of Kedush because of the cleanliness and the Kedusha. There's something with Gemara Akra with his Kadishtem, Yisim Kedoshim, his Kadishtem, and you should sanctify yourself, Yisim Kedoshim, and you'll be holy. So another reason to wash your hands, washing your hands is, a, is, is an expression of being Kaddosh. Two reasons we just spoke about now. Okay. Sifkotin Beis. Yes. Says the Mishra Sifkotin Beis. Lecho Pas. Lafuki Al Peirois. Okay, now. The Mechaber told us that Kishiyavoy Lecho Pas, when you come to eat bread, as opposed to Peirois, as opposed to fruit, as we'll see later on in Sifhei. Okay, as we'll see in pas. What's the reason why when you come to eat pas, bread, you have to wash your hands with the bracha before you eat the bread? Because majority of the truma comes from pas, from bread. The first of your grain. It's not the norm to eat the grain only after only after you make it into pass into bread. Like they only made a zera in such a case like this. The Mechari said that when you want to come to eat bread, that you make hamaitzi on. They are only misakin on something that you are kaveya suda on it. You wash your hands, both your hands, and with a vessel, with a cup. 
and the hilchus, the halachas of the kalim of the cups of washing your hands will Mitzvah Shem discuss later on here in Chelek Beis. And even if you eat only with one hand, we're concerned you might touch the food with your second hand. So it's masha from what we just said that if you don't touch the food, the bread, you don't have to wash your hands. Which, we'll see later on in Mishnah Rura, that let's say you're traveling and you're quite hungry and you see a sign next service uh, exit or, or service station rest stop is 10, 12 miles. It could be a while before you could have a chance to get out and wash your hands. We're going to see that if you don't touch the bread, the food, hold it with your, your what's it called, uh, plastic bag or aluminum foil, whatever you have it wrapped in, and, and you can eat it without, without washing your hands. We'll discuss that more at the right time and right place. We just said the Laitiknu, and we just in some Sifkat and Dalar is still here. When the person washes his hands, it's appropriate that you wash the right hand first. Why? That the left should serve the right. That's the that's the norm. Even if you don't know any lichluch, any shmutz, any dirt, even if you don't know any impurities, rather, any tumma. And then even if your hands are not dirty, you still have to wash Nitilas Yadayim for the bread. Make the brach of Al and Nitilas Yadayim with the Kamatz. The Dalid is with the Kamatz. It's very common for Ashkenazim to say it Yadayim because that's the topic of discussion. Like if you look in the beginning of the of the top of the page, it says Dina Nitilas Yadayim with a Patach there, Pasach, right? But when you say the bracha, look in the sitter, it's al nitilas with the kamatz, yodoyim. Okay. Uh, what is the bracha? Asher kiddushanu b'mitzvayisa v'tzivanu al nitilas yodoyim v'shayach lema v'tzivanu The Mishmur is addressing, how could you say v'tzivanu? Hashem didn't command us, but you know, you, see, you can. In fact, it was this week's parasha, Mamish, look how timely this is. We just learned yesterday, parasha shoifti. You could say v'shayich lo mitzivano afdu medir b'soifrim the nistavinu l'shmaya mehem because we're commanded to listen to the chachamim. Kedichsev says in the Torah al piat Torah ashiyarucha leisaser min adavar ashiyagidulcha yamin usmal. Don't deviate from what they tell you, right or left. Afidu right as Rashi brings down, they tell you the left is right, right is left. Fine. However, if you're eating lachmanius dakois, thin crackers, these bile commands sim kusamiches sivav, we'll discuss more on this later on sim kusamiches sivav. The commercial law and the av, the elu mechameshes minim, hey, even though these are the mechameshes minim, kevin shalai kavas uda lehem, ain't sarech nitila. Since you're not kavea suda on them, you don't need a nitila. Koshekein al pass ha osim yishar. Dvarim, so to pass as me from other things, she'enam mechamesh zaminim, that's not from the chamesh zaminim, she'enam srich netilo li'oilam, they do not require a netilo for, they never require a netilo. So, what he's telling us over here is, as we'll see later on, kusam chesifav, that when you have the the af, the elu mechamesh zaminim, even though you have uh, the ragulach and the danishes and all the cookies and things like this are from the five grains, 
but it doesn't have the same category of a din of a pas. And we're going to learn all that, those who are slaves. So if you think about it, I mean, we're just accustomed that we know. We wash our bread. You don't wash when you have a cookie. You don't make a mighty when you have a cookie. You make a mitzvah. You don't have to wash your hands for that, right? So we just do this. Well, he's elaborating, clarifying, telling us that's two different categories, even though the food comes from the same source. Same five grains. And even more so, it's if it's made from pas or soy, from something else, from that's not from the five grains, they never need to wash your hands. He says in Sif Kati in the Ches, the end Sif Aleph, that if you have pas, if you have the, the pas, the grain, that um, that the bread that is in a pocket form, so in that situation, it's it's uh, it has sweets as he says in parentheses, like you put like we said cheesecake, or sometimes you put uh, raisins or hamantashen. Uh, okay, all those, all yeah, very good. That's that's definitely a pocket, right? Okay, all these things are the shkedim and nuts and so forth to make it sweet. Says the Mishnah Bruce of Kadnechas, aval im This is very important now because if you do sit down to uh, Four Danishes. You know, sometimes they make Danishes these days, like the size of your palm. It's like, Mamishes, these are very, very big Danishes. You sit down to four Danishes, your Mamish Kaveya Suda on those Danishes, then it's Sarich Nitila. You'll have to wash Nitila Sedayim, Ubracha Kimayal Pas, and you make a bracha just like in bread. The Gam Hamaitzi Ubechasamazan Sarich Al Elu in Kava Suda Why would you have to wash? Because just because if you would eat, if you convey a suda on them, so you'd also have to do what? You'd have to say hamoitzi lechem in the arts and not buy your many mitzvahs, and you'd also have to bench. After you have, I mean, I say four danishes. I'm not saying halacha l'mais of the size of four, but I'm saying you mamish. Some of these danishes are are bigger than chalos. You know, you buy a small chalo, it's bigger than chalos. Some of these danishes, right? And you have four of them. That's that's a, a, a big shaila, you know, about benching and. And washing and benching. <coughs> he says further, we'll elaborate on that more on that topic, a possible kissing. How much is the shear, is the measurement of being Kaveya Suda? Gamkain Yizbar Shum Bezer Shimizbarah also be explained and elaborated on over there. Vim Rakma'at. And if when the person started eating, he only intended to eat a little. Then he changed his mind to eat more. He has to wash his hands, make the brach of make a mighty, as we'll see also later on in Simkusam Ches Sif Vav. So the case is that you started eating one Danish, for example. And then you had a second Danish. And once again, I'm not talking about the size of the Danishes, whatever I have in my head is not what you have in your head necessarily. But in the example, then you say to yourself, you know, these are so good. I'm going to have a couple more. I'm going to have two, three more. At that point in time, he says that you change your mind. You only had intention to have a little. Well, I have, you know, one bite, two bites. Before you know it, you had a whole, the whole entire Danish. 
then you'd have to actually wash and, 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 and make a moitzi, and bench as well. Okay, let's just review over here. Sif Aleph, Sif Aleph is telling us that if when you eat any uh, of the five grains, and you kaveh a suda, you have to wash anti lasudayim, make hamaitzi. If you're having mezainus, because it's it's a thin cracker or something like this, or possibly kistin, it's sweet, then you do not need to make hamaitzi and wash. Rather, you make mezainus. There are svardim that are makvid that when they wash on bread, it should it should not have anything else besides flour and water. Because anything else would fall into the category of a sweet, which could be mezainus, right? As in other words, no eggchal, just flour and water. Okay, let's begin sif beis yeshmi shaimer. The those that say shim enoy oichel elo pachas mikibeyo yitoyodav folayivarech. There's an opinion that says that if you eat only less than a beyo, the size of an egg. You should wash your hands, but don't make a bracha. Siv cotton tes had time. The reason is mishum dilainin tuma, because in regards to impurities, spiritual impurities, pachos mikabeya ein mikabel tuma midderaisa. Less than the size of an egg would not be susceptible to becoming tame midderaisa. Ulei tame alidei hayedaim, and one would not become tame through the touching of it. Lachain yeshlemer degam alantilo legozu. Therefore. They said on the Natila also they were not glazer. Oh yeah, sure, it's possible. Kevin de Lainan Bircha Samozan, since in regards to benching, Khashiva Achila, it's considered to be Achila, considered to be eating. The Kaimalan, the Mivarchin Bircha Samozan Lakazais, because the the halacha is that you do make you do bench if you had a kazais. Khashiva gambling in the Tila Sadaim, maybe it is also considered to be an achila in regards to the Tila Sadaim, but like Palakhamitakanasa. And the Chaman said, maybe they didn't differentiate between when you have to wash your hands, if it's less than a, uh, a bay or not. That's why the Mishra explains you wash your hands. You don't make a bracha. The bracha does not hold them back from making the, the washing. In other words, washing is one aspect. The bracha is totally not connected in this regard. And as we'll see, we'll keep that in mind as we continue learning these halachas. Washing luchud. And benching luchud, washing by itself and benching by itself. With that, you should know the imhaya ba'oichel shir kebeya. If you had the size of an egg in the food, I feel ubeloyekli pasa even without the shell of the egg. Then the kuliyamut sarch natila bebracha. Everyone will agree that you do need to wash natila sedayim with a bracha. So the halacha here in sebeis was telling us that <coughs> there's the opinion that says that if you eat if you eat less than the size of an egg, you would wash your hands, but you wouldn't make a bracha. I'm going to stop here. Hashem, continue with Sif Gimel, the next year. If you eat less than a kezayis.